and welcome to VChat number 29. My name is Eric Siebert from vSphereLandLot.com, and with me as usual is David Davis and Simon Seagrave. Hey, Eric. Hey, Simon. Uh, hey, this is David. I'm in a different location today. Uh, and I had to wear my strange headset. Apologies for that. But uh, it's an exciting show. We've got some cool stuff to talk about. And uh, Simon, what's going on? Yeah, hey, how you doing, guys? So I'm Simon Seager from techhead.co.uk, and, um, well, you guys already know that, right? <laughs> hey, and today it's going to be like a super shorter bridge version, isn't it? Literally, we've got about 10 minutes, and so we thought, you know, Friday afternoon, well, for me, Friday morning for you guys, we thought we were going to squeak in a, a, a last-minute V-chat, so uh, we haven't spoken for a while. So, But, yeah, everything for me... Um, uh, MC World, since we last spoke, uh, MC World has come and gone. Um, that's, that was a great show. Um, V Labs went really well, uh, and it was great. We had over 4,000 people attend, uh, the labs themselves. Uh, obviously a lot more people attending MC World. Uh, response and the feedback has been fantastic, and I'm pleased to report the labs, uh, ran without any hitches, uh, which is great. It's always a little bit stressful leading up to shows like that. Uh, there are so many things that can fail or go wrong that can jeopardize the labs actually running at all. Um, and even when they are running, you know, to ensure they are running smoothly. Uh, obviously we were based over in Las Vegas, and our data center running the um, lab environment was running out of the, the cloud, out of our uh, Durham East Coast-based uh, data center. So between Vegas and the East Coast and, uh, and uh, North Carolina, there's a lot of things that can go wrong between those two points. So uh, I'm pleased to report everything went smoothly. Uh, like I say, feedback was great. Uh, it was long hours, uh, but it was good and very worthwhile. And uh, I've been back a couple of weeks since then just recharging the batteries. So uh, so, yeah, pretty much that's been uh, my little world uh, as of the last few weeks or since we last spoke. Uh, so what about you guys, Eric? Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, HP Discover. Just like uh, EMC World, we have our big conference every year, and uh, again in Las Vegas and that. And um, this was my second one. I attended last year actually as a blogger and that, that uh, Calvin had brought me out, and that was my first one. And um, this was my first year as an actual HP employee in that, and, um, and it was – um, a great show. It was pretty, pretty huge. I was surprised. You know, we see that solutions exchange at, uh, at VMworld typically, and the one at, uh, HP Discover was just massive. It was probably twice what, uh, you typically used to inside of VMworld, and that it was quickly easy to get lost inside of there. You know, I was walking around and just was amazed that I didn't know we had so many products and then services and solutions, and that everything was pretty much on display in that. So, um, there was a lot there to see, and that a lot of good, uh, um, you know, sessions and, um, you know, just, you know, meeting all the people, interacting with people and, um, just, um, you know, taking it all in, you know, overall it was a really good show. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, very cool. I wish I could have made both those shows. They sound, you know, like a lot of fun. Um, I just got back from uh, Microsoft Tech Ed. It was actually this week. I just went to the first few days of it. I was my first tech head, and, um, you know, I was interested to see how it compared to, like, VMworld and uh, Cisco Live, you know, other shows that I'd been to. Um, you know, because Microsoft's such a large software company with so many different products, you know, it's a lot less focused than, say, like, VMworld, VMworld uh, because Microsoft has, you know, developer products, and they have, you know, the Windows Phone and the Xbox, and, you know, so there's all kinds of stuff there. There's a lot of developers, you know, with... With ponytails, you can kind of pick those guys out. I, I hate to uh, to uh, you know pigeonhole them, but uh, anyway, there's you know it's a diverse crowd. There is my point, and um, I was particularly interested to see what they uh, were launching related to Hyper-V. You know, Windows Server 2012, Hyper-V uh, System Center 
2012 and, you know, what they call now the cloud OS. So I set in about three different uh, competitive sessions on Hyper-V, uh, sat in the front row and took pictures of all their slides, and I just posted a blog post of all the slides and, and a video interview I did and what I learned, and um, so it's pretty exciting. It was a good show. I had a good time, and um, you know, certainly different from the other shows. Uh, in fact, I think some of the other shows could learn from them, and then they could also learn from the other shows because TechEd tech actually had a lot of uh, mistakes in the keynote, Guys, demos would go wrong, things would blow up, and uh, and you know the CEO and CTO didn't even speak. So, like at VMworld, you're used to seeing you know Steve Harrod and Paul Moritz up there speaking. Well, at Microsoft, it's just these generic guys you never heard of. Uh, no Steve Ballmer. So um, they, they had some things to learn, but they also had some cool backpacks. You had your choice of backpacks. Oh wow! You know, unlike That's VMworld, cool. so so that was pretty cool too. So good fun. Yeah, it's neat. You know, I've seen some of the new stuff coming in. Um, the new System Center 2012 and uh, Hyper-V, and there's some pretty cool stuff there. We actually had in Discover, I was talking to some of our guys that were demoing side-by-side um, -side the, the VMware stuff and the Microsoft stuff, some of the integration from the storage perspective, um, particularly showing like Unmap and that. And the Unmap stuff in, um, in Hyper-V or in System Center or the, the new OS Server 2012 is pretty slick. You can actually, a lot of it's all dynamic all through the OS and that. Um, it, it's pretty, uh, pretty, you know, very well integrated in that, and um, there's a lot of cool stuff there that's coming out so i think they're definitely at the point now where they're you know really up to the level of you know having a lot of the same features that vmware has and that and a lot of and in some cases going above and beyond some things that vmware is not currently doing and that so there's definitely some uh, some pretty cool stuff there also learned a little tidbit about the uh unmap and vsphere um as you know they um with uh 5.0 update one they um they change the default so it's disabled by default. So there's that advanced setting where you can actually go and enable and disable the automatic unmap. In 5.0 update one, you can only do it via the command line now. That's the only way that it's supported. They've actually invalidated all their current um, certifications on unmap. Um, the one the automatic method. If you go to the HCL, uh, nothing supported right now. And vendors actually have to go through recertify their arrays with the the command line version of that unmap. But they disabled the automatic by default. But even if you enable it with that advanced setting, it's still disabled and that it won't re-enable. So they permanently kind of pulled the plug there. And you may think you're enabling it, but it's not actually working under the covers. We had one of our guys that was trying to do a demo of that, and he kept enabling this thing, and it wouldn't work. And uh, he contacted VMware on that and found out that, yeah, it was indeed disabled under the covers, regardless of you enabling it or not, you know, the automatic method through the GUI and that through the, that advanced setting that you can set. Wow, that's interesting. interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, mean, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are around Microsoft. I, I kind of felt. I kind of feel that uh, the last couple of years. I wouldn't say they've been in the doldrums as such, but uh, uh, you know they've definitely been, as we all know, uh, they, they've been lagging behind VMware around some of the feature sets with their, you know, the hypervisor and everything like that. But also around some of their other products as well. They've had some good, good, good releases on things, but. Um, Equally, I, I just felt there hasn't been anything too majorly exciting coming out from them in the last few years. That said, um, you know, looking at some of their products they've got coming out now, it's actually quite exciting. I think my gut feel is I think we're going to see almost a bit of a reemergence from Microsoft in the next, you know, six months or so um, when they start to release some of their newer product updates, you know, the real sort of next generation type stuff. 
Um, you know, definitely a very innovative company, you know, continuing to invest heavily in software development and everything. Um, so it's going to be an interesting time. It's definitely uh, an area I'm going to uh, continue to invest more and more time and, and finding out a little bit more about what they've got coming out. Uh, I mean, my background, I've always been a Microsoft systems engineer, a Microsoft-based technical architect. So I've got a uh, vested interest in, you know, just seeing, uh, you know, what's happening happening and keeping up with the player around that. But, but uh, I think we're going to see some pretty interesting stuff from them. And, and definitely for VMware, I think, uh, you know, they're going to start feeling the heat a little bit more uh, from Microsoft because definitely I wouldn't, they're, they're definitely a little way off from uh, catching up around some of the uh, more enterprise level features that you get with vSphere. Uh, but for a lot of companies out there, you know, who are implementing hypervisors, uh, you know, a lot of the features and functionality you're going to get from Microsoft are going to be good enough. Um, you know, to provide them all the basics that they need to, you know, for, for perhaps their smaller environments. So it's going to be interesting to watch the industry, see what happens and plays out in that space. And, you know, one area that Microsoft definitely very uh, is strong with, as you mentioned there, Eric, is, is around the management uh, piece. Uh, so, uh, you know, they've got some great products there. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, finding out a little bit more about what they've got coming out and, uh, you know, in installing some of these new updates via my Technet subscription uh, in, my, in my lab environment here. So uh, interesting times. And, David, you had posted, um, I think some of your pictures were <clears throat> a comparison of um, what they're showing between uh, Server 2012 uh, Hyper-V and, uh, you know, vSphere and that, showing kind of the feature-by-feature feature where they're at. And, you know, it was probably maybe a little bit biased on the Microsoft side, but I, I thought it was interesting to see um, exactly where they were at with a lot of those features and that. Um, you know, they have some uh, some cool features like that uh a live migration of a VM, you know, across um, both, both host and storage while it's moving. Um, to, to another host in that, so you can't really do that with VMware um, directly today in that you can simply move host to host or storage device to storage device. You can't do it all at once in that, so um, I thought that was pretty cool, and you know, it sounded like from a lot of that, that feature chart that they were showing that there are a lot of other cool features that they have in there, and you know, maybe it's some of them that you know, VMware doesn't really feel is important in that, um, but you know, it's interesting to see where they're coming and you know, where they're going with that product. Yeah, you know, I found it especially interesting. I mean, even in the keynote, um, Microsoft specifically mentioned VMware in the keynote. Okay. Uh, you know, to, to say and take aim in a keynote and say, you know, our product is, is going to give VMware vSphere a run for their money, you know, I thought it was pretty bold. And then to have all these different sessions where they compare, you know, feature by feature how they map up to vSphere, you know, they're, they're taking, you know, dead aim at vSphere. So it's not like they just, came out with this new thing and said, yeah, hey, we think this is a good hypervisor, you know, check it out, see what you think. It's, they're like, this is the thing that's going to take down vSphere, and they're, they're blatantly, you know, honest about it. So, yeah, we'll see. You yeah, know? yeah. Definitely. Interesting times. Interesting, interesting times. Keeps, yeah. keeps VMware on its toes, so it's good. Yeah, I mean, I think competition, you know, is good for everybody, and, um, you know, hopefully it'll help or push VMware to come out with a more, you know, maybe a more competitive offering for, you know, the SMB. Yeah. Um, I mentioned on Twitter, you know, they should release some sort of like vCenter workgroup edition for, you know, three hosts or, you know, something like that, something to make it more um, appealing, I guess. Yeah, uh, we'll see. So uh, Microsoft likes to do that comparison against free ESXi and that, which isn't really have a lot of features included at all in that, so just because of their price point, you know, that they include Hyper-V for free with the OS. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's interesting. It's the age-old argument, isn't it, that many analysts have uh, written posts on uh, for the last couple of years, you know, that, that that whole Microsoft thing about how it is cheaper than vSphere, supposedly. And uh, it's interesting seeing the back and forth, you know, between the uh, the two vendors there. And it's like, I totally agree with you guys. It's like in this in this industry, it's great to see competition, uh, you know, for one vendor being kept on their toes by another. You know, working for EMC, you know, we've got some great competitors out there. You know, we've got the likes of HP. We've got NetApp, IBM, you know, there's, there's a lot of vendors out there. And, uh, you know, because it's not a one-horse race, it's uh, it's great because it, it means that all these different companies, you know, keep them on their toes. They continue to invest heavily in innovation, trying to come up with the next best thing just to keep that, keep ahead of the uh, competitors. So, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great thing. And it's, you know, like you guys probably find as well, I, that's what I love about this industry. It's never sedentary. You know, it's always always evolving, always changing. And uh, oh, yeah. that's what, what keeps it so great, you know. Um, Absolutely. Well, it's been a great VChat, guys. I know we said we we're going to keep it short. I think we could talk about yes. vSphere versus Hyper-V, you know, probably all day long. Uh, we didn't mention iPads yet this episode. No, Eric, you, no, you, got, no. you got to show your new iPad. Yeah, I got the new uh, new iPad. I've been resisting for um, for a long time. I got the iPad 1, and, you know, finally, I don't know, I finally just went and did it. And, that, you know, I needed more memory. 16 gig on the old one wasn't enough, so that was one of the big drivers in that. But now that I got it, I really <laughs> like it and don't regret upgrading. Yeah. Hey, so just cool. just one thing for me before we wrap up. Obviously, I've been quite heavily involved with uh, you know the lead up to EMC World and everything like that since the start of the year. The great thing is going forward, I've got a little bit more time in the evenings and the weekends, uh, which is great. So, uh, you know, I'm going to uh, I'm going to sort of refresh the website a little bit. So, expect a lot more regular content on my blog around that. Um, a really nice guy over in South Carolina sent me some uh, some some uh, training DVDs recently. He's <laughs> cool. Uh, we have a couple of great titles wow. here. So we've got uh, Training vSphere Advanced Networking Training. That is very, very good, as is the vCloud uh, Director Essentials. So both really good training DVDs there. Uh, what I'm going to be doing is uh, I'm going to be running a competition on the TechEd website shortly uh, just to kickstart everything again. So look out for that, uh, your chance to win one of these uh, uh, fantastic uh, training videos. So watch out for that. Um, and the other thing I mentioned before we go, because we, we could talk probably for another two hours quite easily, but uh, uh, the other thing I have purchased, not quite an iPad, but uh, I did splash out and buy Diablo 3. Um, so <laughs> I've installed it, but that's pretty much it at this stage. But uh, definitely looks pretty good. I got it too. Be giving that a try. That's fun. <laughs> I'll suck up all your time and you won't be blocking. So you better be careful because those two things you showed are contradictory to each other. Diablo 3 will wipe out your uh, blogging. No time. Ed education. Education. <laughs> Not so much. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fine balancing act there. Good balance. So. <laughs> well, great, guys. It's been a good one. Thanks, and, uh, We'll talk to you Thanks, soon. Great to you guys. See ya. Take care. Bye Take bye. care. Bye bye. Thank you for watching this episode of VChat, the latest in virtualization and cloud computing news and how-to. Eric, Simon, and David want your feedback, so send questions or ideas for future VChat topics to vchat at trainsignal.com.